Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to The Shit Show. Oh, hi. I'm sorry. I didn't see you there. That's totally awkward random. Kia ora, everyone, and welcome to a episode of The Shit Show where Squish biked 100 kilometers yesterday and it was his birthday. Yes, and it was I ate cake. Oh, my God, and I had a piece of cake when I got home today. Oh, my Lord. It was really... I'll have a piece of cake when I go home after that. Are you? Maybe yes. when I get home from quiz. We've got quiz tonight, everyone. And also, I'm making a day in the life today. Also, I've had a glass of bubbles and Squish has had a Coke. But I've been drinking wine all day, to be yeah. fair, but it's my job. So, to be fair, we're both. I think we all drink wine. <laughs> <laughs> also, a slight apology. We sort of scared a few people when we said last week might be Squish's last week on the mic. My visa hasn't come through, so he's actually hanging in there. <laughs> yeah, so the <laughs> allegations that I've been fired, haven't, I haven't been fired yet. Not yet, and because it did feel a bit rushed when we did a bit of a squish send-off, like, oh, well, it might be last week, next week, holy shit. Um, so it might be in two weeks' time. No. <laughs> so basically, we don't know. Well, I haven't finished my party, yeah, tr- my election things yet. True. Um, speaking of parties... Nick turned 28 yesterday, and we oh, had a party. doxing. <gasps> doxing age. Doxing age. Um, and if we had to say our favourite memory of you, it would be when that person messaged saying, why do I think his hands were going to be skinny Or the multiple people that said he sounds hot. Yeah, true. No, that's not my favourite memory, because that makes me feel weird. But I will say, got asked out on a date in the newsletter the other day. Someone that said they'd watched Succession many times, so that must be my type of person. Yeah. So well, if you're listening, person. She's read the email, but she's still I'm, thinking yeah, about it. I'm just thinking about it. Um, Squish, what was the weirdest thing you saw on the internet this week? The weirdest thing I saw... What? <laughs> What's that face for? Well, I've just... I'm sorry, everyone, to break the fourth wall, but I've just read... What he's about to say, and I'm shocked too. Yes. Uh, well, it was a well, it is a news article. Um, the headline in the article: "Customer left shocked at fourteen dollar fifty sausage roll." And you would be too if that was. Yeah. You. Well. Yeah, I would be too. Yeah. Um, a man called the name by the called the name <laughs> called me by your name. Yes, a man by the name of John. John? <laughs> I was trying to say it at the same time as you. Why? I should be funny. <laughs> um, John, John Bridikin. <laughs> I'm just trying to do my job. Sorry, John Bridikin. John Bridikin, he went on an overseas holiday and the one thing he bought back <laughs> was... Um, 
a lot of knowledge of the price of sausage rolls from all around the world. Okay. He came home and he was shocked when he saw the price of sausage rolls here in Aotearoa. Um, and some of the quotes are quite remarkable. <laughs> Wait, where did he get this really expensive sausage roll? I don't know, actually. Oh. A cafe. It doesn't say... A cafe overseas. No, a cafe here. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. He's come home, and the one thing he's brought back is... is We're overcharging. Yeah. Okay. What are his quotes? I would have thought around the 4 to $5 mark would be reasonable. But when it started heading north of $5, I was, hang on a minute, this is quite a bit of money for a sausage roll. <laughs> um, about the sausage roll that he found in the, in the cafe, um, this was on the larger size in terms of fat, but it wasn't long. <laughs> I would, I would have to say cafes are the ones that are attaching some very serious pricing to their sausage rolls. So I think the the cafe rebutted and said, you know, it's a gourmet sausage roll. It's handmade. It comes with a garnish. It comes with some tomato relish. Um, no, but you know where does the best sausage rolls? The Burley. No. Oh. Um, the Wild Bean, Wild Bean Cafe BP. Oh. Yeah. And they're like $2.50. Oh, I might go past there on my way, huh? Yeah. But do you know what, Nick? It's, it's kind of ironic that we live in a society... No, that we live in New Zealand where our Prime Minister isn't he obsessed with sausage rolls. Yeah. And they're $14.50 when it's like, okay... Look, they're not all $14.50. Yeah. There's just this one in a cafe. And I'd be willing to bet it's in an urban centre. And do you know what? I probably have seen more than one expensive sausage roll in Auckland. I think I might go around town... And do your own... And do some market research on how much saucy rolls cost. Now, Luce, you've got a um, a story that's way grosser than saucy rolls. Yeah, my story is gross. And it was another normie story. And I told him, oh, no way am I saying that. But then I was lazy. And <laughs> if Dad tells me a story, it just seems that now I will bring it to the shit show. But did you hear about the live worm that was found in a woman's brain? Uh, yeah. So basically everyone... The story was in the headline. It was a world first um, that a live worm was found in the brain of an Australian woman. The worm was eight centimetres long. And this actually happened in, I think, 2020 to 2021. So they've kept it under wraps for a little bit. Mm. It hasn't wormed its way into the media yet. But anyway, so basically, but it's kind of scary. So the woman, um, she had for months suffered symptoms of like stomach pain and a cough and night sweats and then forgetfulness and depression and then so the neurologist went they saw a lesion on her brain the neurologist went in there and she here's what here's what was running through her mind as she was doing the surgery i thought a god ah! oh my god not the person getting surgicated on what <laughs> The, the surgeon, here's what was running through the surgeon's mind. It wasn't oh, a worm. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was really good, though. The surgeon thought, gosh, that feels funny. You couldn't see anything more abnormal. And then I was able to really feel something. And I took my tweezers and I pulled it out and I thought, gosh, what is that? It's moving. I doubt she was saying, gosh, I bet it was more like, fuck, what the hell's that? Yeah. Are we dealing with some sort of alien situation? Literally. And then she said, everyone was shocked and the worm was really shocked. No. And the worm that we found was happily moving quite vigorously outside the brain. So inside and outside, it was alive. Oh, my God. Apparently, they think it could have lasted for like two months in there. It could have been in there for about two months. How did it get in there? 
This I couldn't confirm because I took this from a BBC article and then I tried to ask Dad, which I don't know why yeah. I would be like, the BBC says this, but Dad, what do you think? But it's all it said was actually lived in like a lake region. Mm-hmm. So, which insinuated to me that like there was a lot of sort of wild insect life by the lake and I don't know. She went swimming and it went in her ear. Yeah, or it feels I like it. I don't know if there's a, is there a direct passage from ear to brain? Brain? I don't know. Anyway, it gives a whole new meaning to the term earworm. But that's a horrible story, but, like, crazy that weird. it's been found out. Mm. Um, She's probably pretty happy she got it out. I Yeah, I bet she is. I wonder if it was itchy. Oh, yuck. Anyway, moving right along, Nick, we have actually a really cool section today that was brought to you, all of you, and Nick, actually, because he hasn't heard the section, no. by our mates at One New Zealand, who, it's actually really cool, they basically have tasked us all with helping New Zealanders stay a bit safer online, and I feel like we always hear that and we think it's really dry, and mm. it's like, online safety, don't give your passwords out. Don't get a virus. Yeah, but... We put out to our audience, because our audience always has way better stories than if it was just me making them up or, I don't know, trying to figure out what to write. We asked them if they've ever been scammed. So I thought I might ask you the same thing. Have you ever been scammed or someone tried to scam you? I was involved in a pretty low-level scam operation uh, running out of running outside the uh, Notre Dame in Paris. What? <laughs> yeah, I got... Well, not really scammed. I don't know. Um, these two young girls came over and said, my sister's blind. <laughs> sign, oh. the, sign the petition. And I was like, oh, I don't really want to do this. I know what all this is about. Yeah. And then I think they're like, oh, we need some. I was like, oh, okay, here's five euro. Oh. So, so I'm you had a, a real life scam. Um, yeah, it was face to face. It was not sure if it was more of a scam or more of a bribe. It was just to get out of my face. I'm looking yeah. for a croissant. But do you remember we actually got, had a low level in real life scam in New York? When Dad tried to get us on that oh, yeah. tour bus. But then Dad went back and to his credit, he got all the money back. Yeah. They asked, they were like, basically we paid to go on a tour bus that I don't think actually existed. Or it was really, a really, really bad. poorly run one. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we paid quite a bit of money. And then we realized, oh my God. this is That was a pretty trip. high level scam. Yeah. Because the taxi driver was like, all the people in the yellow shirts, yes. they are. Uh, they Who you will, should go to. Yeah. And then we went to the person in the yellow shirt, gave him a hundred bucks or whatever, and then turns out, not good. No fury. But we'll- Dad went and he took the time to argue. Me and Nick, I remember, we were like low key mortified. We were like, "No, Dad, like we've just been scared. It's so embarrassing. Let's go." And Dad was like, "No, I'm getting my money back." Mm. And he got it back. So good for him. But something kind of random, Nick, because mm-hmm. we're specifically sort of talking about online scams here. Is that when I was writing this, I was in the library at home in Blenheim, and literally as I was writing this, I got a phone call, and it's from someone telling me that my online banking had been hacked, and usually I don't pick them up, but obviously I'm waiting for my visa, so I've been picking up phone calls, and this one said it was from Australia. So I picked it up, and they were like, hey, we can see some charges of like $5,000 and $1,800 on your card, and I was like, oh, fucking hell. And then I was like, it could be my card or it could be Siska's card or whatever. But then I was like, hmm, why are you reading me from Australia? And then they're like, we're from the visa department um, in Mount Eden. And I was like, no, it, it said you're from Australia. And then he passed me on to his colleague at the visa department or whatever. And I messaged Ruby being like, hey, can you just check if there's any weird transactions being made on Siska? I think I have a scam caller. 
but can you check if there are any of these amounts? And Ruby was like, nope, that's death's a scam. There's no weird changes that I've noticed. And so then I just hung up on them. But, like, that's the furthest I've ever gone mm. into. Because I was like, fuck, what if they, like, I am being scammed. Mum had a similar thing through text, and she actually went, like, quite far through it and I think lost some money, but then got it back. Um, but anyway, basically all of this to say is there's fucking, like, fraudulent phone scammers and tech scammers that will make you think that your money's being taken and are not, but they feel really real, which is kind of scary. Yeah, like if someone is extremely online and switched on and across things as you yeah. can have something like this and you, you know, believe it for half a second. Literally. Oh, yeah, I nearly did believe it, but then thankfully I had seen things around about this. So what have some of the followers come to you with? Okay, we actually got so many people that had dealt with scams. Um, One of them, and some of them, like, if we laugh, sorry, it's like in our DNA. But, okay, the fake death is what I've called this one. I clicked on a Facebook link, stupidly, and it sent a message to everyone I'm friends with on Facebook telling them I died in a car crash. My grand phoned my mum in tears thinking I was dead. I saw one of those. Did you? I saw um, one of my French friends had been tagged in a um, in a post, and oh it was my- like, there's been a horrible accident. It was in French, but I clicked auto translate. Yeah. Like, I've been in a horrible accident with my car or something like that. And and, was and there, there was a little link attached to it. Oh, so there was a little link mm. that I assume at some point in the whole fiasco would ask you for money. Yeah. Um, okay, the next one, Nick, Josh, my friend Josh, everyone, he had this one happen to him and he's such an anxious little bunny that I swear he nearly did it. But this is called the gift card scam and a bunch of people message about the same scam. I fell for a scam from someone pretending to be my CEO. He emailed me on my work laptop and stupid me didn't see the signs or the obviously fake email address until after I'd already given them $200 in Apple gift cards that I walked to the store during my shift to buy. So the, it's really common for like people to get a, an email from their CEO or from their boss. It's mm. like a phishing address, like not the proper address, saying, I need you to go and pick up a bunch of gift cards for the client and just send me the codes on them because... You can, obviously, then these people get the money from the gift cards and blah, blah, blah. And this happened to Josh, but he didn't fall for it. But this person did. And that's a really common one, everyone. 200 bucks. I know. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Um, the next one is, who wants to be a millionaire in two years? That's what I've called it. My parents had just migrated to Toronto in 2009. They got an email saying that they had to give away a bunch of personal info, small stuff, like your phone number and email address, and they'd get a million dollars. They accidentally roped their friend and his wife into the same thing. They were told they would get the money a year later. They waited for two years. Waited for two years until they, what, gave up? Until they, they gave up and, like, the money's not coming. Aww. So, squish. Naturally, one NZ, we shared these stories with them. They gave us some some advice to give to the people because yep. scams are getting pretty fucking shifty these days. Uh-huh. 
Um, the first thing that I actually noticed was that lots of people were saying, like, I stupidly did this, or I know I shouldn't have done this, but I did that. And it's like, okay, first thing, don't blame yourself. Like, stop the self-blame, because scams are literally meant to be deceiving. Yeah. And they're getting fucking... Like, I nearly fell for one while writing this goddamn segment. Like, I should have known, but I didn't. Um, next big, big tip, and my flatmate actually told us to do this with Siska two years ago. Turn on 2FA, two-factor authentication. Um, most of your fucking apps will let you do this, just as an extra layer of security. It sounds really lame or obvious, but seriously, do it. Third tip, look at the message really closely, like as if you're going to have to do a reading report on it. See if there are any grammar mistakes, which there often are. See if it addresses you specifically. I mean, there are a couple of grammar mistakes in the morning newsletter sometimes. So. There's actually a grammar mistake in this that I'm reading right now. I'm like, am I scamming y'all? <laughs> am I getting scammed right now? Am I, am That's I, a really elaborate if Lucy sitting across from me is yes, trying to scam me. It's trying to scam you. Um, another one. Is it trying to make you click a link like that fake death one mm-hmm. was? Is the sender trying to rush you into doing something? Um, scam emails do often have a very similar address to the real one, so check it again. That's the one I always check. Yeah. If it looks slightly different, or it's an I yes. instead of an L, or, yes. you know, that sort of thing, or a couple of underscores or something, yeah. that's that's the telltale sign for me. I always get ones from, like, PayPal, but it's slightly different, or I always get, like, Instagram or Meta being like, your account's going to get deleted, blah, blah, mm. blah, but it's never the correct the correct email. Um, and then the, the last tip is if you get like a scammy text specifically or a scammy phone call, tell people you know or tell like sort of like this, tell people that might be susceptible, like younger or older people particularly, or tell the banks or the service providers or your friends, just like tell everyone because the more people that know. Post it on your community group. Yes. Post it on your mobile call cat chat. Post it on mobile call cat chat. It's just like if Josh hadn't told me about the gift card scam, then like, if you'd ask me, go and get a fucking yeah. couple of Nick at Cisco yeah. or Cisco. <laughs> then I would have done it. So anyway, these are just a few. We actually got heaps and heaps of people messaging us about their scams. Um, and I just thought I'd share a few of them because us and our friends at One New Zealand just really do want us to stay safe and savvy and not lose all our fucking money, mm. actually. Oh, thank you. I've got another scam to tell you about. Slightly different one. Mm-hmm. Trump mugshot. Ah, low level. Trump making $7 million off his mugshot. Can't wait for my t-shirt to arrive. Is half of you, like, well, someone was going to make money off of it. Yeah. Like, of course, he was going to, and, you know, the marketing team jumped on that. Um, and then the other half's like, oh, my God, why are we, like, go on Etsy, support your local small business. Yeah, go yeah. <laughs> yeah, got it. Yeah. So I'm sure we've all seen by now, this is a very short story. Um, Trump got his mugshot taken. I was refreshing Twitter or X all day. It was meant to be out at, like, I think, like, 9 a.m. for us, and it didn't come out till 12. Mm. It's a big morning on the on the F5. Um, yes. And then I think I saw that they were going to delay it till the day after, but then I think it got leaked, so they had to release it. So big, uh, big drama. Now, what's F5? Is that refresh? Refresh on oh. the old Windows keyboard, you know, back in the day. F5, oh, F5, F5, F5. did not know that. Mm. Yeah, but it was it sort of reminded me, it didn't pop off as much as I wanted, but it reminded me of like the old fun days of Twitter when like something cray would happen, like a mm. pandemic. Like <laughs> when he won. <laughs> yes. Like, like, the first time. But it was just, yeah, it was a big refresh, refresh, refresh. Um, anyway, the reason Trump got his mugshot done is because it was, is obviously because he had 
charges relating to trying to overturn Georgia's 2020 election result. Here's a bunch of other charges out against him. We all know this. Um, did you see he came back to X Twitter yeah, for the yeah. first time since he got, was suspended to say that it was stupid and false and defend rights or whatever he said? Um, one other interesting thing from this whole mugshot debacle or whatever. Um, Pretending his, we don't care and we know everything about yeah, it. Or oh, whatever. Oh, got- oh, you know, whatever. But his stats, like height and weight, um, six foot three, 215 pounds. That's about at the same as Jeremy Wells. Yeah. And it's- New Zealanders will know Jeremy Wells. He is very he's different. He's a, he's a lean guy. So... And we must say, the height and weight are self-reported. Yeah. So, it's giving athlete. It's giving, <laughs> yeah, it's giving, like, elite athlete yeah. <laughs> numbers. Um, so, just something to note, everyone. You I just thought that was kind of funny. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, grifter. I know. I love that you used this, like, random New Zealand yeah, like, I know. region, though. He, like, to be fair, Jimmy Wells is so dry and funny. Anyway, Nick, you are going to tell us for your party of the week, 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 yeah, um, I've, this is my second party of the week because I had my oh, birthday party yesterday. Oh my god! Uh, and it's the green party. So give us your squish rundown of the greens. Yes. So the green party of New Zealand they emerged sort of in the 1990s, as with the rest of these parties, they sort of formed out of different movements and parties yeah. and things. But the green party, as we know it, is sort of a recent phenomenon 1990s okay. um and they sort of focus on environmental and social issues yes. as you'd expect um it gained parliamentary representation in 1996 becoming you know like the, the key voice in parliament for things like sustainability and social justice oh. over the years the greens have advocated for policies like promoting renewable energy uh, conservation for progressive social welfare and they also champion the treaty of waitangi yeah. as, a, as the country's um, founding document and they base a lot of their policies around that and um, the values of the treaty. The party's influence has grown since its inception so it started off pretty small, pretty fringe um, and that's led to coalition partnerships with larger parties mm. over the years such as the Labour government specifically in recent years um, with like supply and confidence agreements and all these other fancy political terms. I remember when we were younger it was real fringe. Well like mm. not real fringe but I remember um it was never one that you'd think about ever when you were little. And, like, your parents, your parents' friends would sort of be like, oh, they are greenie, are they a greenie? And it was like a, oh, they're part of that fringe group that actually cares about the environment. Mm. Well, I mean, they've tended to hover around the 6 or 7% mm. of the party vote, which is pretty small. The threshold to get into Parliament is 5%. Okay. So it's just an only ticket yeah. over. Um, but their most uh, successful result was in 2011 uh, with 11%. And at the moment, I think they're polling around that 11, 12, 13, okay. 14%. Yeah. Um, which, is pretty, which would be a pretty good result for them. Um, currently, they're part of, like, the left block yes. of Parliament. So you've probably heard and go on about the Coalition of Chaos. Oh, so, I actually haven't. Oh, well, that's what they're trying to market the the, of- the left block as, the Coalition of Chaos um, Green, Labour Party, and Te Pāti Māori. I kind of want to be part of the Coalition of Chaos, That sounds though. kind of fun, it's doesn't given, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas, on the flip side, the right block would be... Um, the Chaos of Boring. I mean, the, part, the Coalition well, of Well, it's boring. kind of Chaos... Cause, chaos of Roads. Well, National Act and potentially New Zealand First, oh. and that would be Chaos. That would be actual Chaos. Mm. So, just quickly in terms of policies, weirdly, 
the Green Party want to give a tax cut for most people. So I went on their calculator, I'd get a tax cut. I don't know your financials, but you probably would as well. Um, <laughs> Poor. Nah, kidding. They want to give a tax cut via like a the first 10K being tax-free. Yeah. Um, so that means like if you're doing the school paper run as a 15-year-old, yes. you wouldn't probably have to pay tax yes. until you earn more than 10K, oh. which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, it would help really lower income earners. Like if you're only earning 30K a year yeah. and you're only paying tax on the second 20, that's probably a really big difference. They also want to use – oh, they want to pay for that with a wealth tax. So they want to take 2.5% on net wealth above $2 million. Okay. So that's quite a high threshold. Hell yeah. That's um, like tax the rich. Yeah. Ta- they're giving tax the rich. They're giving tax. They literally are. Um, they also want to use that wealth tax to provide free dental care. Oh. Which would have most people Fuck, smiling. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, who are the leaders? The leaders? Oh, I didn't even cover the leaders. I know. I'm thinking, oh who am I attributing these ideas to? Yeah. So the leaders, um, the Green Party are pretty interesting because they have... In their, like, mandate, they mm. have to have co-leaders. And until recently, it was, it has to be a male and a female. Wow. Um, but they've just changed it, so it has to be at least one female and one uh, Māori person. Wow. So, um, at the moment, they have Marama Davidson, yep. who is female and of Māori descent, so she ticks Love two boxes. Love the boxes. And James Shaw, yeah. who... Is a legend. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was, I I was literally about to say, who is, I believe, kind of a legend. Yeah, he, is, he is kind of a legend, yeah. yeah. As you'd expect, they've also jam-packed their campaign with environmental policy. A couple of the marquee policies on that side of things being a $750 million climate resilience fund for, like, nature restoration in towns. As you saw in Auckland, there was massive floods, and they want to do, yeah. like, big green spaces to, um, like, soak pits. Yeah. Um, to curb flooding risk like that, and payments of 6k and 30k interest-free loans for homeowners to install solar or efficiency upgrades fucking hell it's so crazy though to be a young person listening to this like a young person that doesn't have a lot of money so doesn't need to think about like being taxed heaps Mm. and just being like this feels like good ideas oh to be honest man even the concept of having over two million dollars to be taxed seems like a wild thing like and the concept of not having green spaces, people voting against having green spaces. In. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, they've got heaps of like public transport initiatives they want to do. Yeah. like light rail. It, it really seems like they um, care more for the for the little guys. Yeah. Than, and also, or care more just for people in general and like, having a nice world to live in. I was going to say, like, a solar power initiative is actually cool. I didn't mm. know they were doing that. And dental. Dental's, I mean, like, awesome. Know- like, that should be the the front and center for everybody like, yeah the amount of poverty that that would like just dental puts people into yeah because like i'm not gonna lie dental and optometry would be two things that i would always two massive quality of life upgrades yes like, and they're so expensive like mm. braces are like at least five grand mm. it's crazy oh okay well that was a really good rundown because i'm not gonna lie i didn't know that much about the greens this year mm. so yeah next week if i'm still around i'll probably do the act party Oh, I actually can't wait to hear about that because, again, another one that I know is kind of random, but, like, I should know more about it because David Seymour is, like, wacky and he's been saying some pretty outrageous mm. shit lately. He has. But, Nick, I do have a good news story for oh, us. Oh, yes. Um, so, New Zealand's very own Liam Lawson. Do you know who that is? I know Liam Lawson from the Tina from Turner ads. Oh, yeah. No, I, I love Liam. What did he do last week? He drove a Formula One car in a race. Is that his first Grand Prix? Yes. 
Well, he's about to have a second because I just read today that he's going to be driving in Monza, which is an iconic race. Uh-huh. Um, obviously, Daniel Ricciardo broke his hand in the car, which is unfortunate for Danny Brick, but it's actually really cool. And Liam Wilson, what, got 13th, which yeah. isn't that bad. In a crazy race, too. Yeah. Like, in a... And in a, shit yeah, in a fairly bad car, yeah. Yeah. So I just think it's really cool. Um, and it's made me want to, in quite a boring season of F1, sort of made me want to watch mm. a bit more. Hometown hero. We love to see it. Dad's going to get up and watch it at 2 a.m. Oh, true. I might too. Oh, So go, Liam Lawson, and everyone, come and watch the day in the life that um, I filmed on this day because you'll see us recording the shit show. And honestly, you won't even like know what to expect it's literally us lying on my bed yeah you'll get a sneak peek into lucy's childhood bedroom so even if you're not interested in lucy's day of the life yeah the shit show recording is quite something to behold something to quite behold don't know how to say that i've had a glass of wine today everyone but thank you for listening team and we will see you next week bye